0: Everybody, welcome back to 90s Court. My name is Andy Cloudfilter.
1: I'm Lisa Monahan.
0: And you're listening to the thing I just said.
1: It's the podcast. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hey,
0: I hope you guys all kept warm this week.
1: Oh, my gosh. Andy! Apparently, everybody, so cold here.
0: everybody is cold this week because I've yeah, I mean, I was working claims in Oklahoma all week this week. And Jesus, oh they were gosh. all fucking a, a fucking mess. I heard about that pile up in Texas and shit. Just oh, Everything's a fucking mess everywhere. So,
1: yeah, we just saw in in, in true detection fashion. I just saw that all the grocery stores are out of food because everyone's like going bananas. It's like Dude, it's we- gonna be fine on Wednesday. Like you'll be okay. D- don't even act like a- any of you assholes even cook. You know, you all just go to Jack in the Box for every meal, and that's fine. <laughs> but don't even. But don't go buy eggs for people like me who eat like six eggs a day. Assholes, those are my eggs.
0: Those were Lisa's eggs, and you Those just my, you forgot. You should have remembered. But, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Here's the, here's the great thing, Lisa, that you guys probably don't know in Texas that we do in Illinois, which is because we just get it, This happens so often. Mm-hmm. When it's predicting like some insane storm over a weekend, it never is anywhere as bad as it seems to be. Usually, the storms that we get that are actually bad were either supposed to be like an inch of snow or nothing, and they just mm-hmm. come out of nowhere. So, you guys are probably going to be fine
1: probably but in the meantime none of us know how to drive we love to go 80 miles yeah. an hour in a 40 and yeah. we're like how did that ice get there it's 20 degrees outside and it's been raining all Trust night me,
0: like i said i've been working oklahoma claims i know they're a little bit north of you guys but it's been yeah. uh it's been a real real horror show down there in oklahoma mm-hmm. with people figuring out what to do because they're they keep slamming so here's good. the thing a tip for any of you who are from southern hemisphere or places where it doesn't snow very much don't if you start to lose control of the vehicle don't hit the brakes
1: just go with it, baby
0: You don't you let you put your foot off the brake and then you and then like maybe you just like slowly tap the brakes a little bit after you're kind of like it but then but for the most part if you ever start to if you ever hit hit a point that you say oh there's some ice up there uh-huh. take your foot off just take your foot off the gas- uh-huh. and just drive on and it's fine okay yeah it's just also this...
1: take your hands off the steering wheel put them on your phone go go Google Jesus take the wheel and let that song play and just be mm-hmm. like I, this it's not up to me anymore Jesus right. take the wheel. No, so. I,
0: I mean, I like Lisa's advice, despite the fact that it does involve <laughs> allowing the ice. If you did hit the ice while your hands are off the wheel, it's going to be a bad time.
1: Yeah, for sure. But uh, but that's that's Texas and Oklahoma yeah. for you. But um, in order, I will say I was very pleased this week because I put in a merch order. And my sweatshirt mm-hmm. came just in time for the cold front. And if you have not ordered merch yet, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the 90s court that's 90s court we have we have two designs i tried working up a new mock-up this week i didn't have the juju in me i'm gonna work on it next week maybe some new designs but we have two designs to choose from the traditional 90s court logo and the stay rad logo um Mm -hmm. t-shirts mugs masks tote bags stickers um, I think I haven't allowed you to put it on a pillow at some point. I got like phone cases. Yeah. You can do anything, almost yeah. anything. So go get yourself some '90s court merch and make yourself smile.
0: Yeah, do the thing. I'll do tell you thing. what. I've gotten, I've gotten so much merch. Part of it was a clerical error on <laughs> T Public's part, which I yeah. won't be. I'm not too upset about. But yeah. uh, so I have two hoodies, one with the original logo and one mm-hmm. with the Stay Rad logo. Which yeah. honestly, on the hoodie. I, I thought that the old logo would look kind of clunky or weird, but I actually like both of them a lot. That's awesome. Um, so I got those for I got that one for free because I asked for them to exchange it, and apparently they were just like, "Yeah, we'll switch out and get the new one," and then they just sent both. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: even though you like tried to cancel the order about yeah, seven minutes after yeah. you. it. To be clear, it, so. I'm not
0: I'm not trying to pull a, a freaking uh grift on, on T on public. T-Bubble. It just happened. They've been awesome. <laughs> yeah, they've been wonderful. So
1: Yeah, so if you got merch, we'd love to see it on Facebook or Twitter if you got it. I know was it David or Preston that shared Preston. Uh Preston, Preston we saw Preston, Preston and
0: Troy both had posted Troy. their merch. So Right. Thanks, gang. Yeah. Thanks guys. So, and I do so, have an adorable little pillow as well. So I do have you a got little the pillow I oh got the gosh. tiny version. It's adorable and it works right behind your head
1: right behind your tiny head Mm -hmm. tiny head well in addition to merch we want to give out some shout outs real quick to our patreon supporters again that's patreon.com slash 90s court get special access to monthly episodes and and, as well as stickers and shout outs and all kinds of cool stuff um so this week we're giving a shout out to the one the only the judge troy judge troy judge troy juror david welcome back david Big hearts. Sure, we tease
0: them a lot, but we got them on the spot. Welcome back.
1: Nice. You got a jam for everything, Andy. And of course, and of course, our sweet, sweet, sweetity-sweet bailiffs, Lindsay what up <laughs> Jacqueline what up I'm doing my what up again Clarissa dear. what up after after Wafty I guess I have to call her Afty Wafty too Afty Wafty we love you and Vincent <laughs> pew 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 I'm shooting espresso out of my fingers at you Vincent so those are our Patreon shoutouts <laughs> thank you and that
0: was our <laughs> that was our imperial march through the bailiff list I was um, so awesome again yeah tr- as she said thank you guys so much um, still amazes me every time that I I go onto Patreon and you guys all haven't just YOLO bailed. On yes, us. thank you. So thank you. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you um, very much. So hey, we also have a podcast we do.
1: What podcast? <laughs> it's time for the thing. So you ready? I guess that's the intro
0: to my thing. Um, Breaking okay. news.
1: Breaking news. Lisa's thing. You ready for something upsetting? I told my husband I, about it. You know what? You like, know
0: what, Lisa? This is a week I am ready for something upsetting. Let's do it. Just okay. Just destroy me.
1: Existential dread. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Growing up in school, we had sex ed courses, did we not?
0: I mean like very
1: minimal. Very sure minimal. Minimal. Well, that's okay because because essentially the one thing they worked towards was to try to avoid unwanted teen pregnancies, correct? They're like, hey. Uh, or maybe they're like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, well, safe sex in general. I couldn't, like, really, I couldn't
0: really get what they were shooting for because I was so embarrassed of looking at the penis, so.
1: Yes. My kids are uncomfortably comfortable saying penis and vagina. I'm like, I'm glad I'm teaching saying you Saying right, the words even is I'm,
0: one thing. Seeing pictures right. and like as a young child was a little bit worse.
1: It's rough. Well, don't worry about it because in 92, Mattel was like, that's a cute idea, um, but like, Like, I'm so happy that you have sex ed on the plate, but like, what if we made little children very realistically excited about the idea of being pregnant?
0: Oh, Are you questioning? In
1: 1992, I'm here to talk to you about a toy I've never heard of until today. I did not know it existed, and I can find very little about it online because I feel like they were like, I think we need to cover this up after it was over. But in the summer of 92, Mattel released something called My Baby Bundle okay which allowed a young girl to wear a backpack style harness on the front of her body
0: okay that
1: had the ability like gave her the ability to simulate that she was pregnant and inside of this small harness cushion was oh, a baby no. the gender was unknown until you gave birth okay
0: so you got so- this fucking like front tortoise shell Yes. Not having Re- no idea what's inside until you. You are birth. a
1: reverse pregnant ninja turtle. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, there's a baby inside. Okay, um, and just to and so there was also a heart shaped button on it that you would press in order to generate the baby kicking, like a kicking sensation that you could feel, and also played an audible heartbeat. Cool.
0: That is cool. That is this
1: so fucked up. Like, and
0: that's the thing is, like, <laughs> it's when you're a kid, you're you don't realize how fucked up playing with that toy is. Because I'd be like, wow, this is fucking dope. Like, especially I'm like a dude. I'm like, look at me, I'm uh, pregnant. Oh,
1: I'm having a baby. Oh, hey Chris, I'm having a baby. <laughs> and everyone's walking around with this under their shirt, pretending, and all the while the parents are like, oh my god, like, what what have we done? So you go into labor. By mm. remove like mm. opening at the top of the cushion, mm. I believe there's an opening at the top of the mm. harness bag, mm-hmm. and inside you either to pull out. It's either a boy or a girl, and surprise! Sometimes you'll even get twins. Like ex- fucking excuse me.
0: I mean, and that's this the is thing, like, thing about
1: surprise for children. Exactly,
0: it's it's very much exactly like that, and that's the fucking wild thing is that I'm like. Th- I love things like this where it's, like, you could literally just get more toys than other people, like, just by luck of the draw.
1: You know what I would do? I would exchange that baby on the inside for, like, a Ninja Turtle and be, like, oh, I can't believe I'm giving birth to a Ninja Turtle. Or, like, I can't believe I'm giving birth to Stretch Armstrong. (laughs) Like, that would have been way cooler than these little SOB babies they have. But, like, don't worry. Just to get your your baby daughter or son, depending upon what you were doing mm-hmm. in the household, just whoever you like, whoever got a hold of this thing. Don't worry, it only cost you thirty five dollars.
0: God, that's a lot of a money lot back then. Now. Yeah, that's
1: a lot now.
0: I mean, like, like, I guess it's for me, like as an adult, I'm like thirty five dollars thing, but like as a toy like that with it doesn't really do much of anything. Yeah, I no. guess it's it's a lot for some cloth and plastic.
1: It, even today, anything over twenty for the kids, I'm like. Uh, that's tough we'll talk about it
0: whenever you get an n64 when you grow up
1: right $35 and 92 is like $75 now I'm pretty sure that's Mm -hmm. how inflation works it's almost 100 it's almost that much more honestly
0: you're probably right
1: it's not probably far off but like what the fuck Mattel
0: I'm just looking at I'm looking at one screenshot of I'm guessing a commercial of this where one girl's looking very excitedly at the other girl who is wearing yes. the vest the cuz it's it's like i mean I, you can't make it too realistic cuz it'd be weird to just be like here's the huge boobs and like and then the bum cuz it's just like it's just like you're wearing a like a big bulletproof vest basically yes but, it uh, doesn't
1: it doesn't really look like a pregnant belly it just looks like a trash bag full of clothes with straps that go off off your back and i could like honestly there are no videos of this on youtube there was one linked at some point but it's since been removed so i think it's just i think it's just gone yeah
0: i typed in my bb bundle at first and there was like nothing for it and then i typed my bb bundle 90s and got some results so some it's uh, and like i said that's like the first like eight results are related to it and then after that it's just random 90s stuff so yeah
1: so if you I mean as a seamstress I realized there may be a market for this like I could make other people do this now like by just putting a stuffed animal inside of a pregnant sewn up harness thing for babies which I'm not going to do because I'm not a monster I don't think like the the hor- the horror of being pregnant I don't think anyone should have to experience until their late 20s anyway um unless absolutely necessary so I definitely don't think a five year old should be playing with this but this is my opinion and it's a weird toy and I want to never talk about it ever again Yeah. my bundle maybe well,
0: listen we were pretty broken in the 90s and I'm glad we really haven't gotten any better since So. nope we haven't what's um, your thing Andy <laughs> okay so I have a thing what did I say? I told Lisa that I kind of like waited till the last second and I was just like no I wasn't waiting less last second I was looking at so many different things and I kept being like eh Eh, yeah i had eh. that day too and i finally found one that i was like you know what yes this so i'm gonna start you with a few questions everybody okay. including lisa and i'd like to hear your responses to these as well okay how many times in the 90s did you find yourself with a remote control handheld game console toy portable cd player etc and all of a sudden you're just like oh beans it's it's not working anymore it's out of power and a so you're lot. like, oh, shit, I got to go to the battery store. And so you get up and you go to the battery store. Or maybe your parents just like a closet where you're like, that's where we keep batteries in this house.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like definitely a drawer.
0: Yeah. Like there's some because like we always had like there's this big closet or whatever. And then there would be like like a Tupperware container of something like a large Tupperware container <laughs> that had just like a shitload of batteries in it. But the problem is it would always be like, oh, there's like the D batteries, C battery, like three loose triple a's and like one double a and we're always like god damn it of course we need double a um but you but then you're looking in there and you're like you see these random stray batteries around and you're like are these even good Mm -hmm. i mean how do you know we
1: i mean we actively now have a battery test but prior to that i well the if oh are you going to talk about the thing
0: don't say yeah let's not let's uh i'm let's not going to say me. anything but it just dawned on me but I yeah think maybe i could okay. i could do this case instead of you actually i know, um, I know so anyways <laughs> um so 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 you you find yourself screaming and asking the gods you know how am i to know which batteries are still good yes um or even worse uh, they are good at the moment like let's say you grab one and you're like oh it works and my my game is playing again Okay. But, but then all of a sudden like an hour later it turns off because it only had like you know an eighth of power left or something like that and you're like fuck me now I have to go get batteries again I'm I'm ruined and Pokemon will have to wait right um, so I go to re up my <laughs> Game Boy um, and then I'm just like when will someone come into this world and save me from the most ridiculous uh, the most ridiculous inconveniences ever yes um, good fucking news. Both Duracell and Energizer batteries in the 90s <sighs> knew that we were dumb as fuck and thought people aren't spending enough on these dumb fucking batteries that they have to keep replacing over and over and over again. Man, it's crazy to me thinking about how much less batteries we use these days <laughs> compared to that because they're all yeah. rechargeable and everything like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said, they like, we're going to add a feature on these batteries. Oh
1: my gosh. I'm so happy um, about this.
0: That allows you to find out just how juicy that battery is like you could just like is this like is this like full-on gusher or are we talking like um (laughs) just like a a twizzler with 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 a hole in the middle um and that's when they came up with uh the i don't even remember what it's technically called but the battery power meter uh on batteries yeah so Energizer and Duracell both came out with them almost at the same time because, I mean, they were just fucking going at it back and forth for a long time on pretty right. much everything in the battery world back then. Um, and I mean, God, they had to be making a fucking hand over a foot because batteries were expensive back then. So, I mean, they still are now, but it's just yeah. wild to think, like, how many batteries we'd have to burn through. Um, everything. And so the Energizer version, you would have... There's a little, like, uh, a rhombus... <laughs> A rhombus, <laughs> or maybe a parallelogram, <laughs> um, and so it a little parallelogram on there, and it says test, and then next to it there's a circle, and you put your finger down on the circle for a, for a hot second, and then it's like good, or like okay or bad, which I honestly I think the Energizer one kind of sucks by comparison to the Duracell one, which the Duracell one is just it's a long meter yes and you put the thing down and all of a sudden it like goes to the end of the meter or you know halfway etc mm-hmm. so it kind of it shows a lot more exactly what it is on duracell so energizer just thought it'd be like man i like reading words on the side of my battery so <laughs> we, need to, we need to give people what they want yeah so um it is it's just wild to me to think like a battery is such a disposable thing and putting this completely extra feature on it like that seems so crazy because it's like this is a pretty cool technological feature on something that I'm going to throw away in probably two business days. So like, I just, it just seems crazy. And and I can't even, I don't even remember how much if they changed prices on those or if those ones were just became like standard or whatever. I feel like you could still obviously get cheap off-brand batteries. Um, but you know, as far as that goes, they, for alkaline batteries back then, ones that you just would, you know, ran out of battery super quick. This -hmm. was like the highest tech shit you could get. And I mean, that's the crazy thing about the nineties too, is just stuff like this where it's like we looked at it and we're like, The future's fucking here, gang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the future's fucking here. We just we fucking made it in this world. We got we can now tell how much power is in a goddamn battery. But um, you, I mean,
1: but how how amazing did it feel when you found one that had good juice in it and you were like, Yes, I can mm-hmm. I've got at least another forty five minutes on my Game Boy. You
0: know what? I just remembered why I actually don't like the Duracell ones as much. Why is that? Because they're like, okay, so we have this very long power chart, chart like on the side of it, mm-hmm. but then the button, I forgot was not actually on the side, it was kind of like at a corner on the back, like part of the, like on the negative side or whatever of the yeah. battery, it's kind of like at a corner, and I remember I would like jam my finger onto this weird corner, and I would always feel like I'm not pushing it hard enough or something like that, and yeah, uh, yeah. so... It's kind of a weird thing, but I mean the the energizer ones were a little bit easier to check, but again, you didn't get as exact of a reading on that. So um this is so amazing. So, yeah. I
1: spent so much of my nineties doing this to batteries all over. But but you're right, I didn't think about that. The tech that they had on something that wouldn't be around very long. Yeah. And and also how did that work? How can how can pressing yeah. on two areas tell you the battery life? I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I I guess like, I mean, because, you know, like on a battery, you can like touch it to your tongue or whatever.
1: Well, that's like (laughs) the, I thought that was only the nine volt, right?
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I thought that was just, that was the one that hurt most was the nine volt because of how big it was.
1: uh, Well, maybe. I I don't know. I've definitely
0: gotten, I've definitely gotten that weird vibe from normal batteries too. Oh, seriously? Ones. How yeah.
1: many batteries have we just been putting in our mouths over
0: the I'm th- not saying it's a lot of time. I just think like one of the one or two times maybe in my life that I did that <laughs> as a child, it was uh it was not like I think it was like a C battery or a D battery or something like that.
1: I feel like I found out what I'm doing the rest of this weekend, just putting batteries in my yeah. mouth to see what happened. Is that I recall? It was one of
0: the most uncomfortable feelings of all time. <laughs> it's like not it didn't good. it didn't hurt a lot. It just like first off it tastes gross. And second off really bad. It just all of a sudden I'm like I Feel things that I shouldn't be feeling as a human. <laughs> ah, danger. Well, so... I'm
1: trying to put this wet battery into my game. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, so, anyways, fucking fucking batteries. Um, sure. I mean, there's a lot. Like, I think at some point it'd be nice to talk about more about because I know we've talked about batteries once. Um, I believe because I talked about that fucked up Duracell commercial like a long time back. Oh, yeah. Um, so but... gross. But other than that, we'll probably. I think it'd be nice sometime to go over the Energizer Duracell like, fucking dueling banjos. Uh, oh, we absolutely have to do so. that at some
1: point. Absolutely.
0: So, anyways, uh, that battery thing I just told you about.
1: That's your thing. That's I'm really it. thankful for that. What what odd odd things we chose this week? I love it.
0: I know it's just so weird. Just the weirdest. Like I said, just the weirdest shit that they. Thinking up more and more stuff, because like back then, like I I always say this is the Wild Wild West or whatever in the 90s, but they just like somebody's just like, hey, I thought of an idea. And they're like, good, book it, sell it. And it's just there's no quality control (laughs) about what idea is fucking insane or not. I mean, I I guess I just don't get around toys or like I don't see as many commercials now as I used to. Mm -hmm. But it just feels like more and more companies are making things a little bit more standardized and a little bit less fucking like hey here's like the 456th version of this um except of course like mountain dew who just keeps it's like we're gonna give you a new fucking mountain dew every other week so not
1: necessary but yeah yeah and and, and with like my bundle baby and toys like that i feel like five-year-olds are basically walking around with iphones now so what's the point of even giving them you know yeah it's different like toys i don't i, feel like I don't understand why
0: that. yeah exactly because it's like i don't why do i want to wear a baby i can just watch a some fucking childbirth on youtube <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I'm already doing dances on TikTok. I'm two and a half. I don't God. need my bundle baby. I don't need puppy surprise. I've already seen g- graphic childbirth videos on TikTok. I don't need this, but uh, children, mm. babies Man. having babies. All right, well, let's take a break. We'll come I'll back with that. poll results. Results? Mm. Damn it. Why can I not speak? Poll results. We'll be back with our court case as well, and mm-hmm. uh, see you in a few. Bye. Hey, 90s Court listeners, Lisa here. I'm here to talk to you really quickly about a product that I absolutely love and I've used every single day for years and years and years. Let me hit you with a couple of scenarios. Perhaps you're miserable because your partner snores like crazy, or maybe you're a night shift worker who can't get proper sleep during the day, or maybe you live in a really loud and busy downtown area. There's hope for you, and it comes in the form of sleep phones from acoustic sheep. I'm not lying when I say I've been using them religiously for years, and they're the sole reason I'm not a crazy person suffering from insomnia. Sleep phones are just ultra soft headphones in a headband that are extremely bed friendly. Side sleepers can also rejoice for you can comfortably block out the sounds of the world while getting some soothing noise free sleep without hurting your ears. They even have wireless Bluetooth options so you don't get tangled up in cords overnight. I personally connect mine to my phone each night and listen to some white noise to drown out my partner's snores. I'm telling you, I've gifted them to night shift nurses, in-laws, basically anybody with ears that values a good night's sleep. They even have options now that come preloaded with binaural beats or deeply relaxing ASMR content. So you can find something that's just right for you and maybe not even have to connect to your phone at all if you don't want to. Andy and I both use these now, and we'd love to help you get some rest too. Go to sleepphones.com and use the code 90 scort to get $10 off your order of $39 or more. That's sleepphones.com and the code is 90scourt. Sweet dreams. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed your break and the flippin' breeze of an ad. The flippin' breeze. I was
0: so thrilled to hear uh, hear her mention that because I was <laughs> like, I fucking love that. That is something that at least at least one person comments on because that means that somebody is actually listening to the ads.
1: <laughs> I you know whenever I'm listening to a podcast typically on my own I'm usually like getting ready for the day or doing dishes like uh, I don't have time to just skip through ads I'll usually just be like okay okay like I'll just listen yeah. so hopefully I you mean heard especially me say because they're pretty breeze. short
0: so yeah and I will say yeah. because I always forget to mention it during the episode until later like I'm still very thrilled with my sleep bones that I got yes um, they're amazing yeah like they're I so good. I literally don't sleep without them now <laughs> just like yes they're just uh it's it's. I, like I said, I, the people getting her done outside, just uh, no longer an issue. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to hell, because if you ever travel and leave them at home, mm, it's hell it's rough. on earth. It's rough, ma'am. You'll be thankful that Amazon Prime has them. You'll be thankful. But um, let's talk poll results from last week. Can we talk about a bit of a surprise? Disney. I didn't mean, I think it was that me.
0: much of a surprise, but no. Okay. Uh,
1: Mulan versus Pocahontas. Uh, you guys really did it to it over there. Facebook. to 42.3% in favor of Mulan. Twitter, 61.5 to 38.5% Mulan. And Instagram, 53 to 47% Mulan. Uh, I guess that's a slam dunk home run, wham bam, thank you, ma'am, win for Mulan. So, okay, Pocahontas. Sorry. I'll tell you what. You know what? I
0: can tell you something I think about Pocahontas in addition to it being kind of weird. I think. I think uh I think the drawings and stuff in the film were not that great. Not saying okay. like not a diss on it completely cuz it's good but compared to like some of the other ones like they look like I don't know like high def or something like that and this thing just looks like it just looks like just an old drawing with all these browns and like grays and stuff. It just felt like a lot oh. darker coloring. Well, it It wasn't as forest. colorful I guess. But I guess that's, it's part of the theme. Like Mulan just felt like it had a lot more vibrance and, you know, yeah, joy. But, I mean, I guess that's the difference between, you know, uh, early Native American c- colonies versus uh, early, you know, Chinese colonies it had a lot more that color. Seems,
1: yeah, possibly so. I I think it had something to do with the illustration technique as yeah. well like the rotoscope I, i'm not exactly sure what that was yeah because I, I i don't but, know
0: i yeah. i don't know enough about that to comment on that but i mm-hmm. i'm sure somebody much smarter than me will know why the it looked a lot more dulled down than a lot of their other stuff
1: <laughs> so so that's it mulan one we finally can put that one to rest pocahontas goodbye. to mulan goodbye so, but anyways, that was last week
0: mulan busts out with a fucking samurai sword just unfortunately tragically murders pocahontas
1: decapitated her which beautiful is really head. like
0: even as i was saying that i felt bad and i'm like i don't know why i would have such a like like i can say it about almost anyone else and yet i still felt bad saying it about pocahontas because she's just such a good person so she is anyways um we have a court case bum. What up? Didn't even say something came across my desk. It's just we all know that. So we're just there. We're, we're just, just there.
1: there. Um this week I didn't realize we have two female court cases back to back, Mulan and Pocahontas. This week, Alanis Morissette set versus Fiona Apple. Ooh, mm, girl. Yeah. Two two heavy hitters of the music world. Um well, for, for at least for the female artists. We uh-huh. we did was Mariah Carey Whitney. Yeah. Representing, you know, representing their amazing vocal everything. Now we've got Lance Morissette versus Fiona Apple representing anger. So We love
0: anger, and that's what we're here to talk to you guys about here on 90s Court.
1: If you're not pissed 100% of the time, like all the time, then this may not be the episode for you. Yeah.
0: So. And, and the thing is, is that, God, like, you know, listening to their music and kind of reading up on it and stuff on this, I was like, I didn't even think about how influential that would be to so many. Um, female artists in the future they would have like anger to like kind of like an Avril Lavigne type thing or you know whomever mm-hmm. oh absolutely all the various <laughs> other artists that would have that kind of a vibe to them but yeah like it just yeah. didn't occur to me and I for some reason I guess I just never thought of them as like at least Alanis Morissette as a rock artist like it just never occurred to me and then I listen to the music I'm like no that's definitely what this is I just didn't ever think of it that way for some reason but I guess also yeah. it's partially because I thought Alanis Morissette was Celine Dion as we learned from yeah, life, I
1: was going to bring one, that up, but one, you remembered. Thank one of the you. first
0: episodes here. For those of you who did not know, we did a kiss, marry, kill, and I, I, you know, said I was going to marry Alanis Morissette because she made my heart sore, um, and she's like, "What do you mean?" And then she said ironic, and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, that's a whole different person." I'm thinking of Celine Dion. So, yeah. Um. So hey, I'm covering Alanis Morissette this week. And, um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, sometimes you get one of those court cases where both pretty equally equal footing. Um, uh-huh. Sometimes you get ones where uh, I'm in charge, large and in charge on this one. This is not one of those um, <laughs> because uh, cause Lisa knows a lot more about the musics and is much more better at expressing herself about that because – my soul was taken a very long time ago, and so I still haven't figured out how to show love and motion and feeling. So, uh, pardon me. I tell me. you
1: what you got to do: listen to Dark Side of the Moon. I haven't stopped ah, feeling emotion since I listened to that album. The
0: feels. So. Jack got
1: it for me on vinyl for Valentine's Day, and I've already listened to it from start to finish on the record player. I saw like, it's, it's, it's such so a
0: good. compact album; you can listen to it so quickly. So, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, that's that's something else. Much easier <laughs> to do, do no skips on that one when it's on vinyl. So. <laughs> True. uh All right. True. Alanis, Nadine Morissette, born.
1: Nadine.
0: Yep. Nadine. Nadine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> born June 1st, 1974, which, if you're doing the math, <laughs> that makes I'm her- not. That <laughs> makes her, uh, in 1995, she would have been 21 years old. Wow. Um, she, listen, so she made multiple albums before- um, jagged little I mean but basically she made multiple albums okay, I'll say that she made okay. some I guess after her hit album in nineteen eighty five that mm-hmm. were also pretty good allegedly um I'd never heard allegedly. them okay. and, but she made a couple albums at least before that but basically this is less than the Atlantis Morissette case is more the jagged little pill case
1: <laughs> yes, that's there because totally I mean fair. like I
0: said, there might be some other stuff that people like. Me personally and as far as the impact on the nineties itself, hot damn did Jag a Little Like Jagged Little Pill as an album by itself just fucking wrecked. Like I was looking at the discography and the songs on it and I was like, I cannot believe she got so many fucking bangers on, on one album. Um mm-hmm. so Jagged Little Pill was released in nineteen ninety-five, a shade before her twenty first birthday, and she was writing this when she was nineteen and twenty which I know Mm -hmm. that like that happens and stuff like that. It's just, I think as a child and really now until like today years old, I didn't Mm -hmm. realize how fucking young Alanis Morissette was when she made this album. Yeah. She just always looked older, I guess, but I also was viewing it through a child's eyes. So, right. Um, Right. So, yeah. And and like I said, this wasn't even her first album. So she was made her two other albums. She made before that. She made it 17 and 18 years old. Now, those were in Canada, and they had some pretty good popularity in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. But then when she moved to Los Angeles in 1994, so she moved to America 94, and then came out with Shaggy Little Pill <laughs> like the next year. So she's crushing it in America. So, um, the album itself had six fucking singles. That's right, folks, six. Um, Lisa so and I, yeah, I was gonna say, and Lisa and I talked about it beforehand. We knew, I thought we knew all the songs, but then we went over one, and I was like, I don't remember that one, but the other ones were all you know you would remember them so mm-hmm. um but the, and so that's a lot of the reason why it felt like even though it was one album I, I just assumed that it was like on multiple albums because of how long we heard alanis morissette everywhere on every station all the time mm-hmm. um because i mean she'd be on like you know we have our different stations we had our light rock station we had our hit station we had our um our rock station things like that and she was just beyond fucking all of them. Like, you go to the pool. That was a big thing I always think about. Like, when was I listening to music? So it was either basically like in my car with my parents um, or like at the pool. Um, you know, there's the loud s- songs that play over the stereo there um, mm-hmm. so that everybody can hear them. And of course, it's always 90. It's always, I was going to say 94.5, but I realize you don't <laughs> understand what that means. Is the, the hit station. And so she oh, was just. Oh, in, okay. Yeah, yeah, our local hit station. So it was just on all the time all the time all the time so whether you chose to listen to her or not you got it <laughs> so uh so the singles from this album were you oughta know which um i think you guys might know a little bit of you oughta know Okay. And a quick note on that because I cuz Lisa probably remembers this conversation that I had uh, maybe like 2 months ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> which was when I just for some reason was reading up on this song and I don't know why um found out that I had misheard a lyric in that song for oh, my nice. entire life which is the portion where she says um the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. Now oh, I even I right. even said that correctly, <laughs> and it still sounded like the thing that I thought it said. I thought it said the cross-eyed bear, so a bear with like some weird like googly eyes, like a teddy bear, mm-hmm. like a gift that somebody had given her that she wanted back because like they broke up, but she wanted her shit back because fuck you. Um, right. So that's what I thought it meant, and apparently the words are actually the cross-eyed bear that Can you, you gave to me. <laughs> But anyways, so I just uh, yeah I figured it out like two months ago. So,
1: wait, Good the cross-eyed time. bear that you gave to me that just landed. Does that mean like maybe this person gave her an STD or something? Or
0: I don't know. Yeah, like that's the thing is that held much. That's much more of a thinker versus mine, which was just somebody <laughs> giving you,
1: bear. Somebody <laughs> just
0: giving you a bear. So you're like, yeah. all right. So uh, anyways, the other singles moving on. Uh, <laughs> all I really want. Hand in my pocket, um, which of course is a huge one as well. Ironic, mm-hmm. duh. So good. Uh, you learn, also very good. good. And the head over feet, which was the one that we weren't as uh, familiar. No,
1: with. I, I I know head over feet. Oh, it's I don't all, know all I really want. All I really want. Yeah, I went back and listened to that. I was like, Are you sure that was a single? Because yeah, I evidently. didn't hear it.
0: So uh, um, maybe it was in one of the other countries, too, because it was such a big hit in so many countries. Um, right. I mean, it was like in the top charts, obviously Canada, but like even England and Australia and all that kind of stuff, too. So um, Ironic is such a huge song in the sense that that's, I think, even one that I think people know the most, maybe, because even though I think You ought to Know was the biggest single of hers and won her the most awards and everything, with it being the first one and just such a dope song ironic is the most memorable one and the most referenced one um in fact i'll just before i even get into it i'm just going to say the thing so okay if i brought up the song ironic to you and just imagine that you're like a person that always needs to let people know that they know stuff um (laughs) okay (laughs) what, what would you say to me about the song ironic
1: uh rain on your wedding day
0: Okay, not about like right. the lyrics, about something like smart like oh well, well actually like I'm um, actually person.
1: Uh I, I I don't actually know what to That's do. Okay. I don't know what to That's do. That's okay, you're yeah. fine.
0: So everybody like I it's it's just there's certain things that people say that they think is like a really clever or interesting thing and I'm like I've heard this like 400 times so it's not clever. It's just like uh did you know that like actually like 80 like 90% of the things she says in there are not ironic at all. Um Oh pfft. which is actually accurate um it the the song really should be called um isn't it isn't it an inopportune misfortune um, <laughs> inopportune it's really misfortune. really is more accurate for the song because a lot of things are like man that sucks that's bad timing uh but like absolutely 100% not irony but um so that was not as big of a deal like I even think I'm like it's true it's not really ironic and the problem was people really like I didn't you know a lot of people misunderstood what irony was because of that song like people would call things ironic all the time i don't i want to know the difference the how much time that word was used before 1995 and after 1985 comparatively uh to see how much more people use that word yeah um insane and, and let's see and the other the other thing that everybody needs to tell you you ought to know <clears throat> Did you know that this is about Dave Coulier? I do. No, I'm saying I'm not asking you that. I'm telling you that is what everyone says, and we know. We know it's about we Dave know. Coulier. You're not <laughs> telling us anything new. Everyone knows this because it's just common knowledge. If you didn't know that, cool. Now you know, and every other person who tells you now can annoy the shit out of you because they all need you to know that Dave Coulier is is allegedly what it's based on. And I will tell you something because I read up on this. Uh huh. Um, evidently, like. She never said Dave, it was about Dave Coulier. Mm, she's never so kind confirmed of like that, but she's myth? never denied it. Dave Coulier in 2008 was interviewed, and he said that that song was about him. Oh, okay. And she has never said anything about it. So just so you guys know, I know you guys think that's a really cool fact, but it's also <laughs> just could be a lie. So who knows?
1: Who the hell knows? People yeah. love it. it's twenty twenty one. People love to just spout shit all over the place. Truth or not, they're just yeah. like, I'm just gonna say it. Here we go. It's you know a fact now because I, I should, said it.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to even just fucking snopes that real quick just to see if what it says. Um it'll probably yeah. say it's I'll, true or maybe I'll even like a possibly true type thing. So so Jagged yeah. Little Pill stayed in the Billboard Top Two Hundred Album chart for over a year. Um the album sold sixteen million copies in the US and thirty three million worldwide which again i think about the foo fighters and their album and when i heard that they like their best selling album sold like 2 million like and i hear about this it hurts my heart lisa it hurts me to hear that
1: this sh- how many did it sell
0: it this sold 33 million worldwide oh that's what? a fuck, look, that's a lot of albums huh wow that's, that's some... six, Please, six, I, I 16 do... times platinum in the us and And part of me is
1: like does this need to go on no skips it's like i don't think i want this on no skips
0: yeah no i don't (laughs) think i don't think jack probably does either so yeah and uh it's the second highest selling album by a female artist which i'm gonna tell you this shocked me uh apparently shania twain uh prior to that had a better selling album which i don't i I can't imagine that like i just can't imagine that but okay
1: yeah it's all it's all tough to swallow that 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 Jagged Little Pill is the second, and that Shania Twain was number one.
0: Yeah, I, okay. I just it just yeah it hurts me to think that like because like I you could tell me the album by Shania Twain and I probably would know maybe one song from it. Like I just
1: it's probably the one that's like man I feel like a woman. Yeah, or probably yeah
0: that one. So the nineteen ninety six Grammys, um, she won best female rock vocal performance, best rock song, uh, which was for You I do Know, best rock album, and album of the year. Um, and she would honestly also go on to be nominated for other awards in both 97 and 98 um, because her singles were going on for so long. <laughs> so, yeah, um, not 90s related, but another interesting thing. In 2018, the musical Jagged Little Pill debuted in Cambridge, Massachusetts.
1: Exc- a musical?
0: Yeah. Now, it's funny because you're like, wow, that's really surprising and interesting. <laughs> That's not the last of it. So in 2018, no. it debuted in Cambridge, Massachusetts. In November of 2019, it's, it was on Broadway. Um, and it received 15 Grammy nominations for the 2019 to 2020 season. Then, of course, 2020 saying? happened.
1: What are you saying? These words that you're saying.
0: I am telling you, a musical called Jagged Little Pill based on the album with the like with the album music in it uh-huh. came out in 2018 unreal and then went to broadway in 2019 and w- is still there i i know obviously Broadway's not open anymore but it's like it's uh it's uh it's gonna be back once we get done so if you ever uh whatever things get done hopefully this will go off broadway you can watch it in chicago or something Wow. So No, no thanks. Hard yeah. pass. Anyways, um, so evidently a per- over a period of seven, well, I put seven yards, like. Yars, yards. Yars. <laughs> over yeah. a period of seven yards, her business manager, Jonathan Schwartz, stole over $5 million from her. Oof. I don't know when it was because I'm thinking it was probably when he was she was younger, but like, damn, that was a long time ago. Um, weirdly, in 2017, I don't know if somebody found him out or something like that and he confessed to it um but he confessed and ended up getting 6 years in prison. Um wow. which is is funny again the white collar crime differentio where you're like hey you stole 5 million dollars you get 6 years in jail.
1: I oh wow. If you steal
0: you steal some candy and hit somebody you're going to jail for 12 years. Yeah. Um so anyways. So yeah, like I said, we've already I went over some of the other things that yeah, everybody knows about. So here's some trivia. Okay. It's not like super interesting trivia. It's just th- facts about her that I was like, ah, I'll mention that. Alanis is from Ottawa, Canada, and she moved to Los Angeles in 1984, as I mentioned. Um, Alanis was an actress as a child. She was on Nickelodeon's show, You Can't Do That on Television, at age 10. Uh-huh. And appeared in a, me- uh, a movie a year later with Matt LeBlanc as her boyfriend.
1: Oh, that's weird. In
0: 1990... <laughs> <laughs> she opened, she was an opener for Vanilla Ice. <gasps> what? In
1: 1990?
0: That's before her, even her, like, 91 album even came out, which was, like, I think her first one. So she was, like, in 1990, she would have been 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so that's a thing you know now. Um. Her 1999 tour was sponsored by mp3.com. Uh, so this is way after Jagged Pill. so she was actually making a lot of money now. So. She received company stock in the deal, which was worth millions before the bubble internet bubble burst a year later. However, she did was able to sell $1.5 million worth of stock before the entire company collapsed. Because um, I know you've probably heard of mp3.com and used it all the time. <laughs> but surprisingly, it didn't fare well after that. Um, Whoa. She is the first Canadian female to have a number one album in the U.S. Um, let's see. And here's another thing I always remember about her because... Like, it's so weird because like this movie, I d I haven't watched it that many times, but it's just so memorable is Dogma. Okay. Um, I'm not sure oh, if you've right. seen that film.
1: Yes, I she, have.
0: She plays God in the movie.
1: <laughs> that's right. She did. Holy shit. And I remember I she she
0: like she kinda like smiles and like like uh like kisses somebody on the cheek and then does this weird little like head turn and then just boop? kinda walks off. What?
1: Doesn't she like boop somebody oh, on the nose? Oh, she booped somebody, that's what it was.
0: She didn't kiss him, she booped him. <laughs> just
1: boop. Or like, I feel like she made like a sound. Yeah, she made like, a
0: goofy sound and then just kind of like turned her head and then walked away
1: I forgot about that holy um, shit that's a memory
0: Yeah, she has done her part to remove the stigma of breastfeeding in public mm, on the May her 2020 her. cover of Health Magazine she has seen breastfeeding her son Winter which but if wait, you're thinking she 2020 son? that's crazy she has a son that she was breastfeeding cause, and apparently she's 46 years old um Wow. evidently, I read that she had a lot of troubles, like a lot of miscarriages and things like that. So it was a lot mm-hmm. of tough times. So she was, it, she kept trying for so long to have kids because she wanted for some reason specifically three children. Um, that was just a goal she had for herself. And so she had a kids in 2010, 2016, and 2019. You go girl. Oh, so,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, I'm super They're glad so... to
0: hear she was able to achieve that. But that's just crazy. I can't believe she managed that at 46. So.
1: good for her. Yeah.
0: Um, and Rolling Stone gave her the nickname Queen of Alt-Rock Angst.
1: You know what? I think you're right. I think she probably is.
0: The angst is a good term for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's certainly queen. You got pr- Like we were talking about earlier, I think the princess would be like Avril Lavigne, but I think yeah. she's queen angst.
0: Absolutely. Damn. In 1994, this is actually pretty interesting, Morissette was mugged, which, you know, <gasps> never great anyways, but there's an interesting story attached to the event. If the criminal who mugged her had taken everything she had at the moment, Jagged Little Pill might not exist at all. So what? the person took the money she had from her, but they decided not to take the handwritten songs that were inside of the bag she was holding. So they didn't just take the whole bag. They just took the money. Um, had they have taken the bag or, you know, the song lyrics that she written down, she had written most of her songs there. And she even said later on she would not have remembered, like, the words to those songs because this was, like I said, shortly after she moved here. So
1: cool Um, yeah
0: so good for her and the song hand in my pocket was allegedly written in one hour
1: wow holy shit
0: got one hand in my pocket (laughs) and the other one's writing this fucking song
1: the other one's getting checks getting mad checks in the 90s
0: some mad checks um so anyways i i I think that's it for me on atlantis morissette um Mm -hmm. i felt good about getting that i know people be like what about all this other stuff and i'm like well i didn't look that up today I that's looked up fine th- that's i looked fair. up the things i looked up and i'm happy with them so I'm,
1: well you brought a lot to the table i i i thought i knew a lot about fiona apple i, I was like there's not a lot to <laughs> there's not a lot to say um so that's before my I girl Alanis,
0: Alanis Babyset.
1: babysat she uh the album you didn't talk about the one that came after *Jackie little pill supposed former infatuation junkie mm-hmm. uh came out in 98 that was one of the first like albums i really dove into and i thought i loved it but i went back and tried to listen to it this week i was like nope
0: You're Like, no i just forced myself to listen to this album despite it being bad
1: yeah i was like negative ghostwriter you liked a few songs from this um but there was that that album was cool because there was one song, I think it was called like That I Would Be Good or something like that, where she plays the flute very poorly. And I remember connecting with her in that because I played the flute at the time that this came out. And I was just like, <laughs> we're both pretty bad at the flute. I love you, Alanis. Um, but there was also – she was also on – the uh, she had this amazing track called Uninvited that was on the City of Angels soundtrack. Do you remember that song? It's really haunting. It's super –
0: I would have you know, to hear it again, but uh... –
1: yeah, we'll look it up after the show, but Uninvited okay. on the city. I was just like, that to me is like, in my opinion, her best song is oh, Uninvited. Ooh. It's super good. But City of Angels, that's Alanis Morissette. She rules. Um, I really thought this was going to be an even matchup, but I realize now I am woefully, <laughs> woefully uh, presenting someone who's, I mean, Fiona Apple, in my opinion, I, fucking rules. Yeah, I mean, but, it, here's the
0: thing. I Like yeah. I mentioned to you before we I covered the thing at some point, I mentioned her not knowing her very well, but mm-hmm. like such an insane amount of artists that i love like amongst like their lists of like who inspired me fiona apple's on so many people's lists so she's
1: so good i don't
0: think she's alanis so morrisette's probably on that many of their lists not
1: many lists i can't imagine that she would be she's an au- she's an awesome artist yeah but she's a yo- really she's a, really, she's a rock
0: <laughs> rock uh alt rock yodeler
1: ugh Ugh, those are some of the worst words yeah, I've ever put, yeah, heard put yeah, together. Yeah. This is the way, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the throat sound. She yeah. makes a
0: very ask.
1: esque Yeah. I can't do it. Um, Fiona Apple. Yay. Okay. I love Fiona Apple. I really, really do. She hit the music world by storm in the 90s so hard. And she was, Ooh. like, right on that empowered, like, woman, but also, like, fuck you, I'm angry kind of train, right? And it was... It was awesome. She was great. Uh, she was born on September 13th, 1977. And from an early age, she was all about music. There were stories about her composing her own songs on pianos, writing them, um, singing them from the age of seven, which is dope. And growing up, she bounced a lot between LA and New York, I think because her parents are separated or something like that. But, but like, sounds like the perfect upbringing. To be able to be like, oh, me? I get to bounce between New York and L.A. Maybe not the whole, like, divorced parents thing or whatever, but L.A. New York is like, that's awesome. I never got to go to any of those cities until I was in my 20s. Jerk. Um, So also as a child, she began to play along to and become very familiarized with jazz music. Um, and that's where she discovered two of her great influences, Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald, both of which yes. are amazing. So you can you can definitely hear that kind of soulfulness in mm-hmm. her voice. I that's what I appreciate more Fiona Apple over Alanis Morissette is just in my opinion just a better voice, okay. more tolerable voice is what I no, should sure, say. That's fine. So um, now, sadly, at the age of twelve, she was sexually assaulted um which kind of sent her spiraling a bit but is also reflected in and i i mean she said that it was not uh, the reason for a lot of her music but i think i would find it hard to believe that at that young of an age something like that would not be like no this is totally bubbling up in my music but i wouldn't say she's yeah, a liar most
0: most, but, most amazing artists are not just like i don't know i don't know what to tell you my life was great everything was great it's always been great nothing bad's ever happened and i just did a really good job at writing all this music
1: yeah, and these super sad songs. Don't worry about it. These They're are just, just like, based oh, on. Totally, I LOLs. just was like, I'm <laughs>
0: speculating on what sadness would be like.
1: Can you imagine? So, so in '94, in '94, she was able to hand off a demo tape she had made with a few tracks to a friend of hers. Hear this out. Who was the babysitter? So her mm-hmm. friend was the babysitter from music music publicist <laughs> Catherine. Sch- Public must Mubic assist. Mubic. <laughs> Pubic musicist, Catherine Shen- Schenker, who passed it along to some to Sony music executive Andy Slater. So she made a demo tape, gave it to a friend who's a babysitter of the publicist to the guy and then it made it all the way to the top of Sony. Did you it's mean like, to say shit. pubic after that? I didn't, but I said it. Okay, anyway. yeah, you
0: I said mubic, and then you said pubic, and then you doubled down and said pubic again. <laughs>
1: Son of a bitch. Well, we know where I'm at tonight. Apparently, you. Apparently. Sorry, everyone. I'm gross. Um. So, this demo tape made it all the way up to the head at, at Sony, and he was like, well, this fucking rules, and I'm signing her immediately. And that is just when she started and he, working he on it. And he did he it then. But he did it. He did it to him. And she released her amazing debut album called Tidal, T-I-D-A-L, which dropped in 96. So, just as a quick point of reference, she was Oh, she was nineteen. Wait, no, wait. Uh-huh. Dropped at ninety six. I have my numbers wrong. She was 19. 19 when title was released.
0: Okay, which so, is insane. So I guess I, yeah. I guess my my age was not that crazy.
1: Yeah, I th- I wrote down seventeen. I but I guess I didn't know how to math that night, but she was definitely nineteen at the time. But that's so young. But like, but it's there's that through line of like really. I mean, that's the perfect time to get an artist. If you're you're either gonna like get them and be like you are gonna be signed because like they have. Especially in the '90s, it was like get them young so we can get that like weird young sex appeal of You're a gonna young person. You're going to give me thousand
0: dollars? Amazing.
1: Hell yeah, I love one thousand dollars. I'll give up everything. Just give me give me that thousand dollars. <laughs> um, at 19, I was still working at like Dickey's Barbecue, mm-hmm. and she had an album. Get out of here, you beautiful beast. So, <laughs> Title has some pretty big hits on it. Um, Shadow Boxers, one a lot of people love. Sleep to Dream. Never is a promise. It's a track that was actually included on that original demo tape I mentioned a minute ago, and also her breakout hit, "Criminal." Um, Criminal is, in my opinion, hands down for real one of the best female tracks of the '90s.
0: Wow! I'm gonna go ahead
1: and say it's it. A it's just—it's so good. It's 100% my karaoke song. I will every i be like oh like let's sing you know Backstreet Boys for a while like oh this is so fun oh my gosh Spice Girls this is so fun I'd be like all right shut up give me the mic <laughs> and then I do Criminal like I'll bust out because it's so good and the video is so saucy and she was much too young to have been involved in these in this too video. too young
0: for that much sauce.
1: Do you you probably do you remember the criminal video at all?
0: No, not it's at all. It's like
1: okay, so Fiona Apple was was exceptionally petite and like looked very young and had like her hair down and it's basically like her lolling about and do you remember the Deftones video for Change? Did you watch that at all?
0: I, listen, I enjoyed the Deftones. I didn't know they even made videos. Like I didn't know Damn they ever it, got Andy. videos out there. <laughs> so I didn't think they so- were popular enough for that. <laughs>
1: How dare you, sir? I, listen, how I'm not telling you. you?
0: I like the deaf ones. I just didn't think like, like I said, I went to that Metallica concert and they were like the first performer in the whole night. And there was like seven bands.
1: Wow. That's a long night. Yeah. Seven bands. Who wants to go to a show with that many fucking musicians?
0: Listen, I wasn't happy about it. I just was like, <laughs> yeah. I I have no personality. So I'm going to follow my friends here.
1: <laughs> that's I mean, that's how it goes. I, I definitely did that a time or two. Sorry, Incubus. Show oh, that was a good show, but all the people beforehand, I did not yeah. want to see. What was it for Incubus though? But, um, so all right, the video for Criminal is like her in the house with a bunch of other people, and there's kind of this like sleepy, sexy energy, and like it's like her <laughs> in bed with people, and like her in the bath with like a like a man's like feet around her neck or something. It's just odd. And, what and there, the
0: fuck is I happening? I know,
1: I know. And then like at the worst part of this video is like. Um, in a very cool 96 kind of fashion, a TV um, comes up from the floor like an old mm-hmm. CRT Kill TV comes up from the floor and it begins playing like a, a, a camcorder tape of like Fiona Apple singing the song, but it feels a little bit too like amateur porn and it's really uncomfortable and it's just it's it's creepy. It's a It's a good video, but it's a little too sexy and it's awesome though. So I don't really know where I land on that, actually. Yeah, I'm, it's kind of I'm a weird thing. But like this
0: is excessively sexy, and I'm tired of it.
1: It's like it's so creepy. I love it, but um. So yeah, the rest on the the rest of the hits on title were so good, but Criminal was definitely my go to then and now. Um, and at this around the same time, she performed a cover of the Beatles' Across the Universe. Recorded, I should say, recorded a cover of the Beatles' Across the Universe for the movie Pleasantville. Um, and, like, I'm telling you right now, that cover is, like, the only Beatles song I like right now. Wow. (laughs) It's it's her cover of it. It's so good. It's so good. It's kind of an assault on
0: the Beatles more than anything.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, it just goes to show how big of a piece of shit I am and why I need to do the No Skips (laughs) podcast. Because, like, my favorite uh, Beatles track is the one that Fiona Apple covers. And when she's the one that sings it, it's like, you're a trash can. You're an absolute trash can, Lisa. So, um... Okay, she was also one of the main performers at the 1997 Lilith Fair, which I covered many, many moons ago on this show yeah, as my thing. Um, <clears throat> and I'm so sorry. Uh, apparently, in the 90s, she dated my favorite director of all time, P.T. Anderson. I forgot about this. I did not know about that. I don't think I would have even paid attention because I didn't know who P.T. Anderson was back in the yeah, day. Now,
0: now, tell me about P.T. Anderson.
1: He's my favorite director, There Will Be Blood. I believe he did Punch Drunk Love as well. Of course, now I'm on the spot. I can't remember all of them, but he's just- uh, Oh, that's do... right. Yeah,
0: I mentioned recently about how I thought There Will Be Blood there... wasn't a good movie.
1: Yes, and I, I <laughs> bit I bit my knuckles and I said, yes, Andy, you are entitled to your opinion. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I just went about my business because in my opinion, that movie's number one. But that's okay. Agree to disagree. Uh, I enjoy he, smart
0: films, but that movie was just boring. I
1: don't oh. Andy. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. On, if you the show, apple. on the show, you're gonna do it to me like that on yeah, the show. Because we can't Boy. even talk
0: about that. That's in the future.
1: Oh, I can't. All right, listen. We can't even talk about that right now. Uh sadly, also in the 90s. Are you ready for this? This mm-hmm. made me laugh so hard. She all, before she dated P. T. Anderson, she made a grave mistake by dating. The one very famous illusionist
0: David David Blaine. Blaine? (laughs) Oh my god. David
1: Blaine. The pictures of them together are just like, What were you oh no, baby, what is you doing? Don't do that. Don't date David Blaine. Um, they apparently met at a Grammy's after party in ninety seven and he did a card trick for her, and later on their first date, he levitated for her. (laughs)
0: oh i'm gonna have to look up a picture of those two right now
1: (laughs) it's it's uncomfortable he's just got his like weird illusionist eyes and she's got her like i'm angry but successful eyes um
0: he he looks kind of soulless i forgot like he just kind of looks like he like he doesn't have any content inside of his body
1: no you trade it for the ability to levitate
0: yeah yeah that's yeah, why absolutely. he that's why he can levitate because his, his his entire body is devoid of anything so it's just so the, light
1: yeah the weight of the soul goes away suddenly you can float it's amazing who knew it worked out that way um, so in 1999 she released win the Pond dot 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 which is the shortened version of the name of her album which is actually 90 words long Yes, ninety words long. The title of the album is ninety words long. I will not read that to you right now because I tried reading it to my husband and I got annoyed, right off the bat. Um, I think up until two thousand seven, it held the record for the album with the longest title. But it's like just a brief like when the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. what he knows those throws the blows, and I was like, shut up, that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. So, the album was produced by John Bryan, the musician from Eternal Sunshine. If you don't immediately know who that is, um. You know all the fanciful music from Eternal Sunshine, so good. Yep. So the album had some amazing tracks on it too, including the kind of playful music, like music, musically and vocally playful song "Paper Bag," which I loved. Like it's so good, but I but it somehow didn't get a lot of radio play. It also had "Fast as You Can," which was the lead single from it, which was awesome. Um, and then it also had the song "Limp," not Biscuit, just "Limp," which was and I think. Paperbag bag and limps videos were record uh, were directed by P. T. Anderson. I bet they weren't boring, Andy. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I, listen, I'm not judging the uh, <laughs> that guy. I'm just saying that movie <laughs> in particular, because I think it's because I was watching um, No Country for Old Men, which is a very good movie. Um, it is good. It and is I just remember good. those they two were out kind out of at the same, same time, and so yeah. I'm always like, I remember one of these was good, and the other one was very boring, and. So anyways, but they
1: both they both came out at the same time. That was a banger
0: year for uh-huh. movies.
1: insane. Um, so uh, sadly, paper bag and Limp didn't go on to be very big, and that kind of sucked for her. And then in February of 2000, she had equipment issues during a show in New York City, which frustrated her so much that she left the stage and didn't return. <laughs> um she was really apologetic about I'm it i'm done bye i'm done fucking done and set so like because of that she went on a hiatus which makes total sense and she considered retiring from music altogether but john bryan like begged her to come back over a lunch in 2002 and they worked really hard on this album um called uh extraordinary machines i believe and she it i think It just got like something happened and all the songs got leaked on, on P2P sharing sites. Um, and it was a big bummer, but it finally got released in 2005. Um, and and well, like well, I'm going to draw the line there because mo- most everything after that, I don't really know about Fiona Apple and where the 2000s yeah. I was gonna, I was about point. to say I
0: was like, please tell me about all these post 2002 90s oh, 90s so, songs. <laughs> but,
1: but she was just such a powerhouse, and her style is so unique. And I I didn't really realize that she had gone on a hiatus and wanted to retire so early on, and. Um, And sadly, I I just read, I was like, well, what is some trivia for her? And sadly, she is considered a one hit wonder because Criminal was the only song she released that hit the top 200 billboard. And so Mm. that's a bummer because she is such a good musician. Great voice. Highly recommend getting into into her stuff. But like, that's Fiona Apple. I I, I mean, she and Alanis Morissette just fucking killed it in the 90s. Alanis was certainly more um, everywhere.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah. the thing is the land. It's it's kind of like a lot of things we've done on this show in the past mm-hmm. too, where it's like there's the one like the one thing that is just an insanely good high quality program, but it's a little like Pete and Pete that's maybe a little bit <laughs> yeah. maybe a little bit more underground that less people recall or had experience with, and then the other one's the super everywhere program that might not be as good or might be about the same, but everybody fucking knows about it, so
1: yeah exactly so so those were those were our two ladies that we were bringing to the table this week Alanis Morissette, set Fiona Apple. I think Alanis is probably gonna win but I think they're going to be the some thing. hardcore there's Fiona gonna fans. be some
0: hardcore it's kind of like you know like the Weezer and Foo Fighters thing where like there's some hardcore pe- people that are gonna come out for for Fiona Apple or yeah. at least against Alanis Morissette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like so, wow yuck it's like, so
0: no so, so hey. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around to the end. That'd be weird if you had bailed before the court case. I don't know why I said that. Um, But, hey, uh, just as an FYI, we're going to be taking a uh, uh, break uh, a week off next week. So we're going to be gone, and then we'll be coming back the week after. So just as a heads up, if you did stick around to this, good, because you found that out. So um, where to find us? At 90s Court on Facebook and Twitter. At 90s.Court on Instagram. Check those both out this week. Um, starting on Monday, you can vote on all three of those sites. Um, Twitter sometimes this is a day late, actually, so it might be Tuesday. But the other two, for sure, get your votes in. The voting for on, on Instagram is going to be in the story section. Um, yes. Also, if you'd like to support the show, as many of our amazing, amazing human beings, and you want to just be just a little bit better than the other listeners... <laughs> i just always love doing that i'm sorry patreon.com slash 90s court check us out take a look at some of the tiers and as always leave us a nice five-star rating review on itunes i burped i burped um and also as we mentioned before check out our merch store like i said even if it's just window shopping it's really cool to see some of the different stuff so Again, that's tpublic.com slash user slash the 90s court, not to be mistaken with the other 90s court. So <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's all I've got to say. Lisa, did you have any parting remarks before we depart?
1: You ought to know.
0: And I'm yo, here to remind yo, you. Yo, I don't know.
1: know. I don't know. Just, guys, thank Goodbye. you so much. We will, not, we will not see you next week. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.
0: Stay rad. Bye.